This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. This is the show where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant and being an entrepreneur. I'd like to thank you for being a listener. And this week, we are going to continue our conversation with Jules DeJesus Fritz. And Jules is really cool. I really had a good time, not only with Jules, but my co-host, Marianne, my wife. It was kind of fun to have her as a co-host for a podcast. We keep thinking about doing a podcast together, and uh, she's been making these little uh, cameo appearances from time to time. But with Jules, it goes right up our alley as a couple, because truly we are um, we are on a spiritual journey, but... As a couple, if you're on the journey together, it's even better. So Jules and her husband, Josh, they are also like that. So in this episode, we kind of talked a little bit. We continue our conversation about knowing when to make the move to listen to your inner voice. And that comes up with entrepreneurs all the time because you are your own boss. So therefore, if a client comes to you and you're thinking, man, I need the money, uh, it might be an easy job. You might be able to just do some training for them. Or in some cases, you might uh, end up doing something that you feel is going to be nice and simple. But you got that little feeling inside that says, hmm, this is going to be a little bit more difficult. And I, 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 I don't know. I've got a, 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 sneaky, a sneaky feeling that something is just not going to go right. But you decide, I'm going to do this anyway. Uh, and then generally in those cases... You will find out why you had that feeling in the first place. It's awful. I've had that several times in my consulting career. And now what you would have to do is then eat crow in some cases, or you might feel like, oh man, I wasted time when I could have been doing something else. It's a learning experience. That's what it boils down to. It's a learning experience. So uh, what I have done in the past is I made sure that I took that experience and I remembered it and I used it for something else. Uh, Meaning I took that experience and I said, this time I'm going to do it differently or I'm going to vet this client differently. And I even have a podcast episode in one of my earlier episodes about how to properly vet your clients before you actually take them on in the safety and health field. But when we're talking to Jules, uh, we, uh, Marianne and I, were truly trying to find out first and foremost uh, some of the tips that she may have on when do you know that this is the right way to go and what's some of the things you need to do to just give yourself the courage to take that step. And that also went on to a little bit more of her story. And then we talked about, and I threw in this little last question because uh, her husband was taking care of the kids while we were doing the interview. So I threw in this one question truly about how do you actually work with your spouse? And if you're an entrepreneur, you need your spouse. So how do you work with your spouse just to make sure that you and your spouse together are on the same track? And how do you get those words that you need to just completely communicate with each other with no pretenses so that there's no arguments, no fussing, no fighting, none of that stuff. 
So that is what uh, we talked about later on. So uh, we're going to have a word from our sponsor. And then after the word from our sponsor, we're going to go and get right back into the episode with Jules de Jesus Fritz. Do you want to be a safety consultant? Listen to Dr. Jay Allen of Safety FM give his experience after taking the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. I have actually done research on different consultants and looked at different consulting courses and so on. There is a pretty fancy, very expensive consulting course that is out there. I have actually purchased the consulting course, was interested. It has good information. Don't get me wrong. But you have a consulting course that really drives people onto focusing on safety and how to become a safety consultant. I will tell you on your particular course, there was better information in that particular regards than the other consulting course that was more of a generalist form. But I figured I felt like I got more information out of yours on you giving people a direct path on what to do step by step. But I really think that you have a genuine good product there that can really assist people if they're interested in becoming a safety consultant. Register for the Safety Consultant Blueprint at www.safetyconsultantblueprint.com. Enter code PODCAST for a special discount. I I live by the mantra, and this is what I guide all of my students. If it's not a hell yes, it's probably a no. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that. You know, so and you know, in that inside, you're like, hell yes, I can't wait to. Like when you were like, Jules, you want to get on my podcast? I was like, hell yes. <laughs> okay, so this is this is it, you know. And so you you want to look for that because your body is here to give you signals, right? And so my folks that are out there who aren't necessarily spiritual. There, even on a chemical level, we can just go science, okay? There's something that gets stirred within you. So you have your instincts that start to go off, right? So we have, you know, fight or flight, and we have all these things that we know naturally happen when our body is activated. So when you get excited and you start to feel something, because sometimes your brain will feel it, and that happens in a different place than where you are able to articulate it with words. Yeah. So you have to sometimes just sit with it and see how it feels. And again, sometimes if you're having to call all your friends and say, hey, what do you think about this? That's a clue. That is not a hell yes. If you're having to like, again, talk yourself into it, step back because you need more time. And you know what? You deserve the time. Take it. Take it. This is all about your business and your steps in your precious life. And so if you just kind of go based on what everybody else thinks, they can't hear or feel what you hear and feel. And so it's got to come from only you. But you have to give yourself the room and the space to actually discern that and feel that and then know it. So that's that's my 
my advice if you're feeling well, that. Flip that around a little and uh, same thought, but uh, <laughs> Sorry, readjust. Yeah, readjust in here. <laughs> uh, flip that around. Now, in talking and thinking about what not to do something, how do you know when to have the courage to do something? Yeah, so, you know, just same thought. It's just on a different side of the coin. So when do you know the gut is telling you, take on this client or the gut's telling you, you can actually leave this job and you'll be just fine if you trust it. And uh, so what's what's the feeling there? Or, or well, the that's, a, that's a great question because it kind of segues into the transition. So I was makeup artist and I'm doing the thing and I'm like, yeah, right. I'm loving it. But <laughs> I'm like, and I, and I've got the celebrities and I'm doing everybody's like, Oh my gosh, you're living the dream. You're such an inspiration. And I'm like, Oh, I kind of thought it was going to feel different when I got here. Is this it? I'm not sure. Okay. And so you keep trying to like figure out a way that it feels more like home to you and it feels exciting again, because again, the the joy is what it's all about. And so if you're not feeling the joy connected to it, then things need to get realigned. And so I knew that there was something else happening. And so I had to allow myself that same advice that I just gave of just sitting with it. And I started to realize that I wanted to have a direct impact, but not only with women who wanted makeup. I wanted to have a direct impact on anybody who forgot who they were or didn't know that they were worth it or didn't know that they were loved as they are. And why was this so important to me? Because I started teaching. And so when I was doing these makeup classes, these women were not able to even look at themselves in the mirror because they were like, they take their makeup off and now they see all the perceived flaws that they think I see. And now they're negative, negative, negative. Like they are talking, they're such bullies to themselves. And it was heartbreaking to me. And so I was at this point in my career, I have a makeup line. So I'm teaching them, you know, and I'm I'm trying to do my service. But it was really, I, I believe, for me to get a front row seat of what happens when that negative dialogue is going on on the inside and is a bully and is attacking you and you don't even know it. So I even went to the length of making them do a makeup scout honor, like raise your hand, promise that you will not talk negatively about yourself and you'll be open to learn new things. I mean, I had them do the whole thing so I could set the tone of like, that's not welcome here. Not on my watch. You are totally whole here. And we're gonna have some fun, okay? Okay. And it was hard. And so it was through that process over and over again that I was like, I wanna talk to people. Like, that's what I feel like I'm meant to do is to speak to someone's heart and encourage them just to know that they're enough. You know, it was just that simple, just that simple. And so that started to progress. And that became, once I that bell was rung for me on realizing what it was, that was kind of um, giving me that discontent. Then the process was, um, it's so loud, I can't ignore it. And so a lot of times what happens, and, and our audience here may be able to identify this and relate to it, it's like you know what you need to do, but you feel scared to do it. And you feel like, I'm not sure how it's gonna work out. 
but you get to this place where you know that it has to be better than what you're currently living or doing. And when you know that, you just get to the point where you either take a chance and follow your instincts and do something about it, or something happens and it forces you into making that choice. But the thing is, is that that's rising up for a reason. You can only ignore it for so long before it really gets loud. It's like the check engine light in your car. Eventually the car is gonna break down to fully get your attention. So before it gets to that point, check in, you know, and say, what what is it? Why are you so unsettled right now? Why are you so, um, you know, restless in this? So that that to me is a is a big clue too is just knowing that that is happening to get to get your attention to help you because to me it felt like as if something were guiding me like pulling me and I just couldn't I just had to allow it to take me and so what that did is it resulted in me selling everything I sold everything I, I'm not kidding I was like the 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 house gone the furniture gone, the luxurious studio in downtown Savannah, gone, all of it. And I was like, and I'm moving into an airstream. Yeah. That's what we're doing. And then everybody's like, what is your plan, Jules? I'm like, I don't have one. I'm following this, <laughs> following this call. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I think it might involve going to some land somewhere so I can park this airstream. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. And it's amazing because that whole two-year process was incredible. Oh my gosh, I, I would. And I learned that I'm an RVer. I love it. You know, that that tiny living is like tiny living is the life for me. You know, I loved it and, and it was great. And uh, but I had I been fighting myself on that I wouldn't have been able to um, to experience that and and to be on it on a side note my husband and I were also fighting a lot because we knew that that we were both feeling this but we didn't know how to talk about it and so it was it was like well maybe if we just do more I don't know why we think that right like well maybe if I just do more if I launch the next product or I get this other client, maybe that'll just fix it and I'll feel better. And it just doesn't, it doesn't work that way. And so when I got to the point of me, you know, hitting all my goals and I was like, and it's still not, you know, blowing my hair back. Then I knew I was like, I just, I think this is, I've reached the ceiling of this particular level and I'm meant to now go out and do something else. And so that's when I started speaking and started writing and pushing myself to learn something new, um, which was tricky and, and really tough because I, you know, makeup came very naturally to me yeah. and writing was really hard because I wanted to write the way that I speak and it's really tough to do that. And so I had to allow myself space to just work that out and be patient with myself. So that, that's a big side of it too, is the patience and trusting. What the? Okay. <laughs> no, just all of it. I think is, is so awesome. Just the way you were able to advocate for yourself at such a young age, um, you know, going back to India and just listening to that inner knowing and being able to speak up to professionals and doctors that are known for having some ego, you know, in in general. Yes. That took a lot of, you know, a lot of confidence. Just, I don't know. I keep coming back to that, but then being able to achieve what you 
saw as your goal with makeup getting to where you you know wanted to be and the success and then being willing to come to a point and be open to that point when that wasn't the right fit anymore that you know that can be scary and I'm sure was scary we've made some big changes in our life too and yeah you know you kind of you know it's right but then you still step back and you go what am I doing (laughs) it was actually really annoying is the feeling it was it was less scary more annoying like I felt very annoyed with myself like why can't I just be happy with what I have why can't I just be normal and just do this thing and just be, and it be okay. And so I, I feel like some of the audience may feel that, you know, that angst of just being like, why can't I just have the, the you know, like, why do I even want to be an entrepreneur? Why can't I just have a great job working for somebody else and that be okay? And so I, I think that um, once you accept that, everybody has such a journey that they're on and such a path that you're feeling that stuff don't get mad at yourself don't get aggravated just stay curious with it and go like well what is this all about okay you know and once i started to adopt that type of attitude of again i started with my life as a surrender experiment when i decided that i came to the end of what i knew i wanted but i could feel that there was more on the other side of it i had to adopt the idea of just surrendering and going you know what i just sold everything i i i have a house on wheels and i have the love of my family i'm just gonna ride out like let's see what happens and i just put myself in a position of just seeing what would happen and allowing that to also be a testimony to the the power of that you know of that you don't have to be the know-it-all actually it's better if you're not the know-it-all you know so for me now my process includes um allowing myself to have that space to to feel it and and make decisions when new information is presented to me meaning from my insides when i start to feel different and i'm like oh that doesn't feel good anymore oh oh this feels very exciting you know it doesn't mean i'm wishy-washy it doesn't mean that i can't make commitments it's about that i am following the flow of this and it's beautiful when i allow it to just flow versus trying to control it based on the small idea that i have because i tell you guys where i am now i would have had no idea three years ago when i first left savannah that i would be now sitting on a 25 acre farm in the middle of hopeful Georgia like (laughs) come on hopeful like that's just for good measure I'm like that's just sweet you know (laughs) you know and it's like and I and I found the space that's going to be perfect for us to host camping retreats for you know families and and folks to come here and be with us and and feel what you guys felt in our session Sunday that breathing room that space to just recharge and do what I'm inviting you to do which is just sit with that feel it see what comes up don't be afraid of it just be curious by it you know this is the thing it's all here to help you it's all here to take you to that highest good that you can't even imagine yet that's exciting you uh, got me thinking because we we are now tiny livers too you know as you know as soon as i we sold our house and got uh, the irv my brother mark goes oh you need to talk to jules jules did the same thing and it was right around the, the same, same time, time. It was, 
which is really funny. So, um, so just a, a, a thought came when you said that, and I'm gonna know for our experience. People looked at us the same way they looked at you, you know, with three heads, like, what are you doing? You got a perfectly good house <laughs> and you got nowhere to go now except this RV. So what, what do you guys, what's your plan? That is so bothersome to grow people up? when you have a perfectly good house and you want to leave, but you're like, I don't want the house. And they're like, but why not? <laughs> yeah. It got to the point truly where um, it was like the year before uh, we, we did the math and I was actually on the road 180 days out of the year and uh so we're more thinking yeah it was more i think it was pushing 200 yeah so we're like well why don't we just the kids when Devin graduated our son and we're like well let's do it so we we could just travel together instead of you being alone all the time and doing this by plane so that was the choice that really made together but along the way uh i and i do hear this as a current or or a running theme of entrepreneurs is you have to be willing to lose some people along the way, family and friends. Yeah. Is that the same experience you're getting as well in order for you to get to your next level? Not that you have to, but sometimes there's always a confrontation or someone doesn't understand and they to keep that friendship would be holding you back or keep that relationship with even a family member would hold you back and you know you have to go beyond that. So how do you address that if you... If want to it's up to you oh that's a good question and then how do you feel about it afterwards how do you allow yourself to do it without the guilt well the thing is is that when you stand in your truth no one can tell you anything differently so you have to find your truth and this all again i'm telling you the same instructions the same prompts over and over again when you go inside and you see what feels right and you know what feels right and that becomes your truth and you're like it's right for me to make this move and i feel it it's a hell yes it feels like the right thing i get excited when i think about it and that's it and you make that decision of that's your truth the thing is is that you don't have to defend it because there's nothing to defend you don't have to explain it unless you want to that this these are obligations that we have put on ourselves if someone doesn't get it they don't get it right but you have to understand that it's not your job to convince them of what you're doing because you'll waste a lot of energy and so when you feel good about what you're doing when you're happy in what you're doing nobody can tell you differently yeah you know if you allow them to and you allow them but this is why you know research and polling people and saying what do you think what do you think it's getting out of that habit and it's like so i turn within and i check in in my house first in my heart and i feel what feels right and then i'll go to my partner and then what is your inner heart telling you and a lot of times so when we know it's true we're on the same page we're aligned when it's not the same page we know that we've got to do some more digging but that's the really that's he's my partner that's why i'm even like checking in with him on like all right this is what i'm feeling here's where we are right and, and i don't even say that that's where like you have to put all your eggs in that basket i mean it's really i'm i want you as an individual to learn how to trust in yourself and that way it doesn't matter if your mom tells you i don't get it 
it's okay because she doesn't have to because you're the one living your life day in day out doing the work and you have to feel good about it so you can carry joy in your heart and sometimes people just don't get it because of where they are in their life that's what i learned it's i was making people very uncomfortable because they were then forced to think about the things that they were complacent with in their lives it actually had nothing to do with me they were projecting their own feelings onto me by saying well how are you going to and cuz they are tell asking themselves why well, really I actually love what you're saying but I don't know how the heck that would work out so I'm going to ask you a million questions and try to blow holes in what you're doing and blow your confidence out the water so that way it'll make me feel better and I I saw that pretty quickly I was like ah So I just go. I don't know. You have to stay tuned. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what that. You know. I don't know. Okay. I, so it wasn't just us. You get. You got. I reserve too. the right to hold it close. Is what I'm saying. So you know, if if I feel the need to share, then I share. But I think a lot of times we overshare because we're trying to gain sometimes approval. You know, there is people pleasing that's involved in that. But then it's also. you're not really trusting yourself cuz you're like does this sound good to you too does this sound right cuz and and the thing is is you're asking people for directions to places that they don't know where you're going so they they can't give you those answers you know so um some and sometimes again people just can't hang with it and it's because it's too much of a of a light a mirror shining back at them of the things that they need to take a look at in their own hearts and in their own lives and their own business and they may not be ready to do that and you may represent that to them and so if that happens then you know that it's just you know it's just the way that it goes you know unfortunately there are cycles you know a season a reason and a lifetime is um what i a lot of times will come back to um but mainly just knowing that i'm the one on this journey every single day i'm the one that i have to deal with every single day and so i better make me proud <laughs> and i better figure out how to hang on to my joy and not abandon it for any reason including making other people feel comfortable <laughs> yeah hey i know you're about to get a live house with everybody uh, right now uh can i ask you one more thing before we can let you of go of course yeah um <laughs> How did you and Josh gain the word, the vocabulary to get to where you're at? You know, me and Marianne, we've been together for 24 years, so it's, you know, something that we've we, you know, just developed throughout our years, but it seems like the vocabulary, the understanding, the trust, the love, the passion because you're doing this together now, the the new uh, evolution of what you guys are doing is is together as a couple. So, what were some of the things that you would say cuz uh, the reason I ask is any entrepreneur uh especially if you have two entrepreneurs in the family you and a partner uh you may be on different tracks and sometimes you may be at different tracks at different times and so therefore it becomes really hard to develop those words that needs to be said so that you not only can grow even separately but still together as a couple but then you're running your house together <laughs> you're you deciding you know like us we decided to be flexitarians cuz we're not we're not up to the vegan level yet so we we're like a little bit on the pescatarian side and then i flex more than she does on the meat side <laughs> but uh but truly that's a decision that we've been making together as a couple and i've noticed with you and Josh you've got the vocabulary together or you allow each other the, to give some sort of 
vocabulary that you understand together. And I just wanted to know my long, my long winded way of, of qualifying this question is how do you get your partner on board with your business and, uh, and keep going together? Oh, that's good. Um, and, and it's, the thing is, is when you're, you, you brought a really great point about when there's two entrepreneurs in the situation or and maybe you don't work together on the same common goal. Um, for me, it always comes back to that individual level. Like I've got to be good with what I'm doing within myself. And that's what I learned because in the beginning, he didn't understand what I was doing. When we first met, he was a senior in college and I came to Savannah again because I like thought I was gonna die and I'm you know gonna be doing makeup and he's like, Don't women know how to do their makeup? Like I don't understand what you're talking about. So and you're gonna charge him what? What? You know, he's like, You're never gonna be able to pay your rent. Like he was just so confused by me. And it wasn't that he was being ugly, it's just that he had never really been around someone like me, right? So it didn't make me wrong, didn't make him wrong, just what it was. And so over time, me continuing to be true to myself and being true to believing in myself and having that confidence within me that I actually did know what I was doing. Because I truly believe that each one of us, we do know what we're doing when we trust, when we allow ourselves to trust and do have the answers inside of us, right? I, I believe that with everything in me. And so when he started to see these examples over and over again of me doing this, then he started to realize like, oh, well, there's something to this. And he watched it, right? But there was a, a strong point where after we had gotten married, where spiritually I was going through a pretty strong awakening. So this was like after Julian was born and, and like, uh, man, goodness, nothing like a, a child coming in the world to induce a spiritual awakening. Okay. I, I know I'm gonna get an amen for some people listening right now. <laughs> yeah. that, okay. So, you know, I was definitely like, whoa, I, this, this idea of who I am has been very small compared to what's really in me. And um, my awakening came through the form of a book called The Untethered Soul with Michael Singer. And so this book was like, just, you know, blew me away. And I needed him to understand. So I didn't have the language yet. And I was just discovering this stuff about myself. So I, I said, I, I need you to read this book. I need you to read this book. And I'll be real honest with y'all. I said, I need you to read this book so we can stay together because you are very unaware of things that I need you to be aware of. And I need to be able to talk to you about the stuff that's happening within me, but I can't explain it to you. So just read this book. And so that is what really opened the door up for the communication and the language to start. And then it was like, and then he was like, whoa. And then it's, it was, but again, back to the twin flames, we're there to push each other to the where we are truly meant to be. And sometimes we won't do it for ourselves. Sometimes it takes a child coming into the world to push us. Sometimes it takes a spouse saying, I, I need you to, to dig a little deeper with me. And that's example what happened for us. And so, and it's been this constant evolving and just knowing above all that we genuinely love each other. 
Like we know we got married for a reason because we love each other. And so I have to make a choice if this is either am I acting in love or am I calling for love? So if I'm acting in love and I'm giving love, that's one thing. But if I'm, you know, getting ugly and we're fighting or whatever, that, that means something's going on with me and I need to check in there, you know? And so taking that personal responsibility has been very helpful for us individually so we can stay as a solid unit. Um, I think when you keep expecting the other person to do it for you or to fill that gap for you, then you're not going to be able to, you know, to, to reach where you're really meant to reach. So, you know, that's why with our session Sunday, having that gap plan of how you can really help each other, but also start with yourself is crucial. And, and I think that gap plan that we talked about is crucial in, in your work life too, you know, and applying it there of what am I, what do I need? Where's my battery level right now? How What do I need to get me there? And if I turn the tables on myself and I'm that caregiver and I'm taking care of me, then everything else is bonus. Everything else that comes in is bonus. So if he then does something really nice for me or really supportive, that's bonus because I already gave it to me first. And so then it becomes instead of a burden, it becomes a gift. You know, it's I'm not putting that on him. Like you have to do this. For, you have to support me. You have to believe in what I believe. I believe it. So I'm working on that being enough. You know. So. Yeah. That's my that's my long-winded answer. Long-winded question. <laughs> right, I, I, I set you up for that one. <laughs> is that good though? Does that did that did that help you? Like, because I know you guys doing it together is like yeah. it can be a, a you know it definitely pushes things. You know, it's supposed to be triggering, so you know what to heal and you know what to strengthen. Mm-hmm. I just kept thinking, kind of going back when you were talking about. Um, you know, how people react to you with like work and friends and family and then leading up to just your relationship, um, your marriage, but evolving and we're all evolving at a different pace and being respectful of that. And you're right. I mean, I, I came across that too. When I left 16 years of teaching, I had teachers looking at me like, what is wrong with you? And you're going to do what? You're going to go teach kids yoga. How are you going to do this? You know what I mean? Um, and so very, very close friends that did not understand and put that fear on me. But a lot of that, or their fear, you know, on me. And a lot of that, I think, came from them not really being happy with what was going on, you know, in the world of education. But then respecting that and evolving within your relationship you know it came with us a little differently with like a community that we met um in south florida and our daughter actually was the first one to kind of get involved in this and then i got interested in it and then started you know doing some classes with this community and started developing this language and this spiritual you know understanding and then I remember the first one and I went through and kind of looked at Sheldon and I'm like, I need you to do this so that we can, <laughs> so that we can communicate. And, you know, I mean, even though we wouldn't be evolving in this in the same speed, but just so that he could understand, you know, kind of what I was going through. And then once he did, you know, just a lot of doors opened up for us and we were willing to, um, 
explore more, you know, spiritually and then have, I think, even better communication and conversations together. When we started meditating together in the mornings, uh, especially when I, um, I left my job first before she did, I would wake up in the morning, we would meditate for like a half hour or so, and then, uh, well, 20 minutes, then so she'll get ready and then she'll go to work. And then my day was great. And truly that community helped us really start thinking about spirituality as part of that four-legged stool we talked about that Josh mentioned, you know, where you need the body and the spirit and the physical and emotional. And truly uh, when we had that vocabulary that says, yes, this is something that's going to help my business. This is a way for me to check in to say, I'm not feeling good right now. I need something, so let me just be silent for a few minutes, or or listen, and uh, and it kind of helped us together too. Uh, we filled oh, yeah. our own cup, and then we filled each other's cup in some ways, right? <laughs> yeah, I think also it's um, you get comfortable with speaking your needs, and so there's what I found is is like there's usually one person in the relationship who's more comfortable speaking their needs, and kind of has to set the example for the other one. And so a lot of times, like most of the time, women are okay with saying, I need this or I need that. And so it's almost, again, like having that example for the other person to know, like, it's safe to say what you need and it's not going to be rejected. It's going to be accepted as your truth. And I will honor that, you know, and so you almost make that commitment with each other. Um, And there's also recognizing when it's not the right time to do that stuff, you know, like you have to be in a, in a good space where, you know, like we, those, those four parts being filled up and your, and your number being way up there for you to be able to receive that information and know that it's coming in love. You know, there's times where I will want to have a conversation with Josh or him to have a conversation with me. And we're just not in a place where we can bring our best to that, you know, and give the grace that's necessary. And there is, you know, a big part of it is recognizing that and going, you know, let me, I know I'm feeling kind of low right now. So let me, uh, let me circle back when I, when I can give you more. And so, and just being honest, you know, I think a lot of times we try to do too much and pretend that we can do more than we can do. And there's no shame. There's no, there's nothing wrong with saying I'm just wiped out right now. And I love you so much. I want to be able to give you more grace. And I want to be able to like, listen to you without getting upset about something that is, you know, just a is silliness. And so, um, as far as our language, I think it's just kind of evolved over years of just learning what felt like the truth in the moment and not ego, you know, cause sometimes your, your ego pattern will just trip off. And, but that's, a whole nother podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I want to thank you so much. It's been awesome. And uh, truly, you've been uh, just a wonderful guest and a new friend. It's yeah. so funny because, you know, again. New old. It's great. New old. New old friend. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so please help us understand how to get you, how to reach you. If there's an email list, um, uh, any of your website resorts any retreats you're doing right now oh my virtual. give oh. us all give us the rundown all right the the main thing i really 
I, you know, I text, I'm a texter. So I like that. I like to, and the reason I like text is because I don't really like email and that feels like work to me. That doesn't, the text is like boom, 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 like easy in and out. You know, I can send you a quick blessing, a little, you know, I hear your prayer request or send you a funny something, make you smile. And so my tech, my number is, get your pens because I really want y'all to do this. So 229 206 9280. And um, so that, that again. one more time. That, that number is also on my website, but it's 229 206 9280. And um, that comes direct to me. I'll text you back. And uh, my website is www.jules, J U L E S, loves, L O V E S, dot me. And the reason why that's the name is because I wanted every time that you put that into your, um, in your computer or your phone to just get that little reminder. It was like a little wink of an affirmation that I'm throwing at you. So on that site, I've got, we have a podcast. So however you consume podcasts, we're there. I have lots of, uh, storytelling. I have, um, lessons that I'm teaching. So just so much, so much content there on our website is also the blog. And, um, the main thing that we just started, which is really exciting is we have a membership. So we, we, we're growing a membership community. And so this is where we have our breathing room sessions. The breathing room is an experience of just coming together and allowing yourself to just be. So Josh and I are holding space and we're giving um, practical tools and tips and just stories on how to make it through the current times on a day-to-day basis, like step to step. Um, A lot of times everything just feels so overwhelmed that you can't even navigate through the moment. And so that's what our, our desire is to just have a space. You come as you are and we just share what's working for us and encourage you just to, you know, keep, keep moving on. So that again is all on our get involved page on our website. So we'd love to you know have you guys be members and, and hang out with me there. And then if you have any questions, text me, if you want to send me a fun picture, text me that too. <laughs> I just want to be a friend y'all. That's it. <laughs> That's well, awesome. well, thank you so much. You, it's been awesome. Thank you guys for having me. Thank really you. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Welcome back to the podcast. And I'd like to thank everyone for listening. I'd like yeah. to thank Jules and Josh for being a part of the podcast. I know Josh was uh, taking care of the other half of the family over there at the Fritz home, I would imagine. It was probably the way you would say it. And so, Josh, thank you for sharing Jules with us. And uh, we had a really good time. So I want to thank Jules for coming to the podcast. And I just wanted to thank everybody for listening and being uh, podcast subscribers that are. For those of you that aren't subscribers, so please go ahead and subscribe to my podcast and any of the stations that you're listening to me on. That's awesome. Go ahead and leave a review if you can. That would be so nice for me so I know uh, how this is helping you and helping your life. I know I don't always talk about specifically safety consulting, but what I do like to talk about is entrepreneurship 
and all the facets of that. And you got to think of the facets of entrepreneurship as being body, soul, spirit. And then you really need to think about uh, your spouse as well. And that's what's going to lead me to the tip of the week, including your spouse. And I'm so grateful that I had Marianne as my co-host. And truly, if you're an entrepreneur, uh, especially if you and your spouse are both entrepreneurs, there comes a time where you get caught up with all the things that are opportunities for you. You have opportunities falling at the sky all the time for entrepreneurship. So I have learned to listen to my wife. So whoever your partner is, I would say the tip of the week is going ahead and listening to your partner. Because whoever that partner is in your life, you guys are bonded together for a reason. You've come together for a reason. I don't know what it is. You do. So therefore, I would say cherish that. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things that you you only get that soulmate one time. You know, that that soulmate to me, when it comes up, you got to cherish that relationship and hold on to it. So as a tip of the week, I'm going to say do whatever you can to nourish that relationship. So uh, when the times when you get more and more busy, Uh, those busy moments now, then you're also going to be probably strained a little on the relationship. So you and your partner uh, will have to take a little extra time uh, when you get through it just to kind of come back and regroup and uh, make sure that you you have a date night if possible. Have someone watch the kids and uh, do a nice little date night. If you're caregiving, have someone come by and take over caregiving duties if possible and then you have a date night but sometimes you might have to just make it you know when the kids are asleep or the care uh, person you're giving care to is asleep and now it's going to be date moment (laughs) so however that works out in your situation i don't know but i do truly want to make sure that uh that i spend this little moment just to tell you value your partner value your time with your partner and then reward your partner for all the hard work that they've done to support you. And then if you're both entrepreneurs, I know it goes both ways where you get supported and then you do the supporting. And that's something that's special. It's special out there. So the tip of the week, value your partners, do something special. And it's actually going to encourage your business. It's going to help your business and it'll help you in your arching entrepreneur journey all right so i'm so glad again that you guys have been able to be here with me in this episode go get them this episode has been powered by safety fm